here's another podcast. We're interviewing Aronson Law Firm, a traffic ticket law firm here in El Paso, Texas. Michael Aronson has been a traffic ticket lawyer for 45 years, and we're going to interview him today and just ask him about some of his experiences and kind of just see what the process is like to fight a ticket here in El Paso, Texas. Michael Aronson, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing good, thank you. Great, great. Well, first let me ask you, uh, how'd you get your start? What got you into traffic tickets? Uh, I got into traffic tickets uh, in the early 2000s, actually, after having been in several other practice areas of law. Uh, I went into traffic because there were some changes in the law having to do with the areas of the areas of, of law practice that I was doing, especially workers' compensation, which basically was the very first area of law that the legislature changed in the early 90s when Texas became very Republican. And um, I started doing it in 03 and have done it for the last, what, 20 years or so? And uh, that's basically how I started doing it. Before I went into it, I did a whole lot of research and flew to several other cities to examine the way they, uh, uh, their procedures and so on and so forth because they all kind of varied and um, finally made the decision to do it here in El Paso. And when I decided to make that move, there was actually no other traffic lawyers except for one because it's not an area of great interest to most lawyers. Got you. Um, you know, when you say it's not a great interest for a lot of lawyers, wh- why would you say that most lawyers do not want to get into uh, traffic tickets and trying to get them dismissed for clients? I think most lawyers, for whatever reason, end up in very stressful type jobs. And I think that for whatever reason, uh, most people who go to law school have aspirations that have to do with working in big law firms or becoming uh, famous and notorious in some way, shape, or form, and that normally doesn't entail uh, an area of practice such as traffic tickets, uh, occupational driver's licenses, and things like that. Got you. Um, let me ask you another question, if you don't mind. If When you're doing uh, traffic tickets, you know, I didn't understand all this until I started researching for this interview. Traffic tickets are a pretty big deal if you just leave them ignored, right? Oh, yes. Um, Every time that a person receives a ticket, uh, 99% of the time they're required to sign the citation itself, which is basically a promise to appear, so that if you fail to appear, uh, the court will then issue a warrant for your arrest. So a lot of people end up getting arrested simply by having ignored a traffic ticket that they could have simply called the court and entered some sort of a plea or given them some sort of a notice. So obviously the fact of an arrest and being taken down to jail and having to make a bond on a traffic ticket is totally unnecessary, but it happens, believe it or not, very, very often. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I, I didn't really understand that. You know, Before when I was younger, I'd get a traffic ticket. I just kind of stuffed it in the mail in my glove box and forgot about it. And you know, I, I just really didn't know. And then I did get a letter one time for a warrant. kind of freaked me out. I was on a road trip coming from Dallas to El Paso. And um, I had to just pay it off. And it, it was a pretty hefty fine, you know, with that warrant attached to it. 
Another thing is that if you ignore a traffic ticket and they do issue a failure, if they do issue a warrant for your arrest, um, what most courts here in Texas do is they'll also issue an additional criminal charge called a violate promise to appear or basically a fail, failure to appear. And that's an entirely separate uh, criminal matter that you have to deal with at that point. Okay, so for all our viewers or people listening in this podcast, uh, let's, let's just kind of take me through um, the process of when somebody gets a traffic ticket. So I'm going to go, I got a ticket, I got pulled over for, say, speeding, and um, I'm going to call your office and look for a good ticket attorney. I'm looking at you on your website. I'm like, all right, this guy, 45 years experience, he kind of knows what he does. So I'm going to come to you, and let's just pretend we're having a phone call. I'm like, Hello, sir. I got a speeding ticket, um, and I got a no insurance ticket and a no registration ticket. How can you help me out, sir? Okay, so uh, you can hire us to represent you in this, and it's uh, uh, number one increases your chances of getting this ticket totally off of your record. Um, what happens uh, when you get the ticket? You hire us, and we file an initial entry of appearance, which is just a document that says that we're going to be your attorneys. That way the court will know that so that when the matter is set for whatever it's set for, whether it be a trial or a pretrial or whatever kind of hearing the court wants to have, they'll notify me. You don't, you'll, you're, you'll likely get a copy of, a, of the notice, but if you've already hired our services, then you'll know that we will appear in court for you. So we go through the whole process, which is basically a procedure that takes the case from uh, the moment you get the ticket to the moment it's finally disposed of. And this involves usually several court appearances, uh, maybe one or two different trials, uh, potentially, well, usually a pretrial conference and things of that nature. Sometimes there's other sorts of uh, motions that need to be filed, maybe a motion to dismiss the charging instrument, which is called the complaint, based on that it's faulty in some legal regard. And when the ticket is finally disposed of in the very end, what we do is we we, no, we contact you to notify you of the disposition uh, that hopefully included an outright dismissal. But if it didn't, we usually get our clients defensive driving. And um, it's although it's kind of a hassle to have to take it, uh, it does result in a dismissal of the ticket anyway. So. Uh, it's kind of like a six, six of one, half dozen of the other. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, the process here in El Paso usually takes, it can take around a year sometimes because the courts have so many uh, citations to deal with. El Paso happens to be a city where, the, where the, uh, uh, a lot of traffic tickets are given here, both by the city officials, uh, the sheriff's office, uh, the constables, the DPS, and all these different uh, uh, agencies, when they issue a ticket, they go to different courts. Obviously, the municipal police, when they issue a ticket, will go to the municipal court downtown here in El Paso. Whereas if you get a ticket from the uh, a trooper from the Department of Public Safety or uh, from the El Paso County Sheriff's uh, Office or a constable, in, that, in those cases, those citations are assigned to justice of the peace courts. And in El Paso, we have probably seven or eight different JP courts, uh, depending on what area of the town you're located in. Got you. 
Um, yeah, so you go to down to that municipal court here in El Paso. Um, let me ask you a question. Do you have a pretty high success rate of getting traffic tickets dismissed? Yeah, almost all of our tickets are dismissed, whether it be through an outright dismissal or whether it be for uh, defensive driving or whether it be through what is called a deferred adjudication, which is when the adjudication or litigation of the traffic ticket is basically deferred and you're put on a short probationary period after which, assuming you successfully complete that, the ticket is just outright dismissed. Great. That's great. You know, another thing I, I learned, this is a Class C misdemeanor, so it's a criminal conviction if you don't take care of it. If like, would what, what would be the consequences of, let's say I just um, decided to just pay the ticket off. I don't want to hire you. I'm just going to pay it off and just forget about it. Uh, the consequences of paying a citation anywhere here in Texas are basically that, number one, you have a conviction on your driving record. Not a super big deal, but insurance companies can use that to raise your insurance rates. Uh, number two, if you accumulate other convictions, then the DPS can take action to cancel, revoke, suspend, or deny your driver's license. And they're usually pretty successful in those, in those type of hearings. Um, there are certain tickets that have automatic consequences that you don't want. And it's just better to always have a clean record than it is to have it cluttered up with a bunch of convictions. Yeah, I want, I want to get back to that about a license suspension here in a minute, but I wanted to ask you as well. So I'm going to pay you a fee. Of course, you charge your clients a certain amount of money. Am I going to save money by hiring an attorney? I know I'm going to save time by not having to show up to court or go down to the municipal court or the Justice of the Peace office to, you know, sign up for defensive driving or something like that. But what if I hire you and you get me defensive driving? It'll still be less than the initial ticket, right? It, it, yes, defensive driving um, is obviously a course that you take, and uh, defensive driving is really cheap. I think it's 20 or $25, mm -hmm. and uh, it's easy. You can even take it online, and the uh, one of the main benefits about, about hiring or when you hire an attorney is that you don't have to mess with what we mess with for you insofar as court appearances there are normally at least three separate court appearances, and most people just don't want to, you know, take time out of their lives, whether it be leaving their jobs or their homes, to go downtown and wait an hour to see when their case is called and then have to appear without a lawyer in front of a judge. And um, it's just a lot more easy, smooth, and it's a lot more feasible than trying to do all this on your own. Okay, so um, I wouldn't have to go to court if I hire you. You're going to take care of all of it for me, and then that uh, that that is correct. We we attend all the hearings that I previously mentioned, which include both uh, trials, uh, pre-trials, any motion hearings that need to be brought in anybody's particular case, and 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 that sort of thing. Oh, that's great because. The courthouse from my house is a good 30, 40 minute drive. That alone has saved me some time and money. So, Plus you have to pay for parking when you get down there. And most right. of the time you can't even find a spot <laughs> and it's expensive to park downtown. And it's just, it's just so much easier to hire an attorney. And then you don't have, have to deal with it. You don't mess with it. 
uh, everything is done, and you, you hire the lawyer, and the next thing you hear is that what, what happened with your case that was hopefully dismissed outright. Well, that sounds pretty good. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's track back a little bit. So let's say I got all these tickets and I got my license suspended. Is there anything I can do to still drive on the road? Yeah. Actually, there's a, you can get an occupational driver's license. Well, before I, I explain that, let me say that if, you, if your license is suspended and you get a, a ticket for it and it happens a second time, actually they can charge you as a Class B misdemeanor and that carries up to six months in jail. So nobody's going to want to take a chance on driving without a license, uh, especially if you've already gotten a ticket for it because, like I said, the second time it carries up to six months in jail. I don't think anybody uh, realistically is going to want to put you in jail for you know having a second offense for this type of a uh, Class C misdemeanor, but they always have the option and uh, you know better safe than sorry. But you can get what is called an occupational driver's license. It's also called an essential needs driver's license. And what it is, it's a driver's license that is ordered by a judge of a county court uh, to the DPS to issue a license for you. Uh, it's somewhat restricted insofar as that you can only drive on certain uh, certain times and days. You're basically the law now is that you can drive up to 12 hours a day you can drive whatever hours you choose to drive but it has to be those specific hours need to be named in the order and if you don't know because you have a job that requires you to be there you know just at various times you can you can also be uh, 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 ordered just to keep a log of your driving hours so it's pretty uh, pretty straightforward and pretty easy and it's a great thing to get if you don't have a driver's license Okay, um, that's interesting. Uh, what about a commercial driver's license? Do you handle a lot of truck drivers? I think they're called CDL drivers. Yeah, a commercial driver's license holder is called a CDL holder, and we handle tons of those. And we have to be especially careful with those because the CDL laws are actually federal laws that have been mandated and implemented by the states right after the federal, right, literally uh, replicas of the federal uh, laws regarding CDL holders, commercial driver's license holders, and they uh, uh, have a great deal to lose if their tickets aren't dismissed and they're getting tougher and tougher and tougher. There's all these laws that deal with that you can't mask a CDL uh, holder's uh, citation, which means that you can't basically disguise it to be something that it's not. And uh, But luckily here in Texas, uh, we're able to work with these really, really well, especially in almost every other county in the state of Texas. Uh, we can usually keep these off of the of the CDL holders' uh, driving record, which is really a valuable service to be able to offer. Right. So I know you do El Paso County. You do other counties in I, I the state do. of Texas? Yes, I do. I do every county in the state of Texas. I like to stay away from the larger cities, whatever counties are located in, because there are so many other attorneys who practice there, and the and the the justice of the peace courts, where most of these tickets are assigned to, uh, have very different rules than we have here in El Paso and most of the other counties in the state of Texas, just due to the population and things like that. 
Okay, yeah, I see you do Hudspeth, Culberson County. Um, what other counties do you do? Don't I do literally every single county in the state of Texas. Wow. And you have pretty good success at getting those tickets dismissed or taken off um, the client's record? Yes, we, we like, I, I don't believe I have ever had a CDL holder be convicted in a case where I've handled this case in a, in a, in a, in a, uh, a county outside of El Paso. Okay. You know, I was looking at your website, and I, I see that you have a, a portion where you guys remove traffic convictions and get them expunged. Yeah, that is a, uh, that's a, uh, I'll try to make a real long story short. I started working on a project in 2007. It came to a head in 2014, but it resulted in the declaration that everybody, every single person in El Paso who had ever received a traffic citation since 2000 and went down and paid it, so it got turned over to the DPS, it became a conviction on the record, every single one of those cases was declared to be unfinished. In other words, they are li legally they are still pending. There's some other legal issues that 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 I ran into, but anybody who has ever paid a ticket prior to say 2016, when the city of El Paso changed their whole operating procedure based on my uh, action against them, my successful action against them. Uh, their cases can be reopened by them at any time. All they need to do is file some legal pleadings. Wow, that's pretty interesting. I'm going to check my driving record and see if I have anything out there. What, what does that usually run you? Uh, actually, I don't even charge for it. What I do or what I used to do in the past is just get an assignment of funds from the client, which basically assigns to me uh, the money, whatever amount of money it was that they paid to the court, and that's my fee. So they really don't lose anything. They get the conviction uh, removed from their record. Uh, the money is refunded to me, uh, and then uh, uh, there was a time where they, uh, the city of El Paso uh, decided that it wasn't legal to have the bond returned to me, but rather only to the client. And... Um, so things kind of came to a, uh, things were kind of put on hold at that point. Right. The other thing was that the people had to actually a, attend the hearing, which is not normal procedure, but because the city was looking at losing, I think there was, I think they were out $60 million or something like that. <laughs> they had to do everything that they could do to make it, to make it t as tough as they could. So these cases would not be, you know, reversed. Got you. Wow, that's pretty interesting. Um, and that's pretty much it. I really appreciate your time. I want to just go over kind of like if somebody wants to hire you, where they can find you, your phone number, your address, stuff like that. So you are just the Aronson Law Firm? Correct. Okay. And if I wanted to give you a call, what, what number would I call? You'd call area code 915-533-0110. And what about your website? Our uh, website is called Aronson Law TX. That's A-A-R-O-N-S-O-N-L-A-W-T-X dot com. Oh, that's easy enough. And um, I'm guessing you have a physical location where we can come, somebody can come visit you and bring their ticket in. And yes, where, where and, is that? and that's on the west side of town. Uh, it's located, my office is at 7362 Remcon Circle. El Paso, Texas. El Paso, Texas, and the zip is 79912. Awesome. Well, Mr. Aronson, I really appreciate the 
that your time today in the interview was very informative, and um, I think a lot of listeners are going to find this very beneficial to them, especially the next time they get a traffic ticket from the police department or a sheriff. Well, thank you very much. Sure, no problem. Have a good day. You too.